Well, if it is your first time with us and you're still here, God bless you. We're, we're happy to have you. Uh, we do like to have fun around here, and I think that uh, just incorporating our kids, these are, one of my, these are my favorite, some of my favorite services, um, having the kids involved. We've been running our, my youngest down, Levi, a few times. He really wanted to get going and stuff, so, so it's great. So if you have kids here, they are welcome, and you can kind of relax. It's just, again, a great service and a great time to be together. You know, I, I, I had left this here, this table, and... I want to just put that in the end, and you can just put that one on the other side. It'll be perfect. Let's slide that on the end. No, I'll clean up. Come on. I have faith in our cleaning services here, so. All right. Woo. Hey, I need some water now. So, you know, again, it was fun. It was a good competition. And, but one of the things I want to just spend a few moments, and again, this is going to be just a short uh, devotional, we'll call it today. Uh, and we're going to just talk about really what a table is signifies and what it, what it means. And, you know, I think... Here we have a folding table, and it may not be glamorous, but one of the things we just experienced was, you know, we had a lot of fun around the table, didn't we? And there's something about gathering around the table with, with friends, with family, with loved ones. Even when you first meet somebody, there's, the table is very important. I want to begin today by just sharing just a couple statistics, if I can get the popcorn unstuck out of my mouth, but a few statistics. This is um, a poll by NPR the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation and the Harvard School of Public Health found that, especially when it comes to families, all right, and here's the significance of tables uh, in the home. It says, uh, busy family schedules are cutting into family dinners uh, together. It says 46% of those surveyed said eating together is difficult to do on a regular basis. How many would agree with that? It's tough. It's getting harder, right? We've got schedules, and we're running everywhere, and it's just really hard to kind of get the family together around the table. They went on and says fewer than half the parents surveyed admitted that they had eaten together six or seven nights out of the previous week, all right? So again, it's under half uh, would make that mark. Another uh, survey says this, that um, kids and teens who share family dinners three or more times per week are less likely to be overweight are less likely to are less likely to eat sorry are more likely not less likely more more likely to eat healthy food they perform better academically are less likely to engage in risky behaviors drugs alcohol sexual activity and have better relationships with their parents and again if you if you want these statistics you can go to our website and just check this out it'll be online and you can go through and listen to everything again but uh, again it's very significant in addition, more frequent family dinners are related to fewer emotional and behavioral problem, problems, greater emotional well-being, more trusting and helpful behaviors towards others, and higher life satisfaction. 84% of parents agreed that family meals were important. 84%. And, you know, I think that is probably, you know, it, it, it's in this room. Parents, we recognize that, that family meals are important. But listen to this. So 84% of parents recognize that, but only 
of family dinners were eaten together. And what what's that saying is that, and again, we, we, we struggle with it. It's, it's hard in our house as well. But, you know, it's oftentimes what happens, and I know you'll relate to this, is, you know, somebody makes dinner, and a lot of times, hey, kids, dinner's on the stove, you know, if whenever you want to get it or whatever, and people can just kind of do the flyby, maybe grab something, go sit somewhere, grab something, go sit in front of the TV, grab something, go sit in their room, and the family's not gathering together. And I just want to stop here, too. You know, if this is not to heap guilt on anyone, all right? Nobody's perfect. We all are trying to work this out. But I do hope to challenge you, and I do want you to understand the significance of gathering together. And a lot of, again, a lot of people, you know, again, only half. So everybody agrees family meals are important, but the actions, it, it's not, you know, translating to actually sitting together and eating a meal. The average American only has three dinners a week with their families. Think about that. Three meals a week. You know, so, you know, the question is, where do you check in with your kids? Where do you check in even if you don't have kids with your spouse? Like, are you checking in? Because there is something significant about sitting down at a table together over a meal. In the past 20 years, the frequency of family dinners has declined 33%. In addition, it was found that 62% of parents with children under 18 wish they had family dinners much more often or somewhat more often. And last, just kind of statistic-wise, you know, in 1970, Americans spent 26% of their food budget on eating out. 26. By 2010, that number had risen to 41%, and now it's over 50% of budgets are being spent on going out to eat. Now, again, if you're going out to eat with your family and you're all sitting, but this also would include hitting a drive-through, you know, grabbing stuff on the go, and I think it all mostly points to the fact that we are, we are going so much and we're not kind of carving out that time to sit down and just slow things down and to be with together, you know, just to be really in that moment with your family, with your loved ones. So the table, you know, just last night we, we did eat dinner. And again, we, we hit it most nights. I, I'm, I, I'm thankful for that. But I, I will say this, you know, not every time you sit at the table together is always the most enjoyable time. Um, you know, it's like, will you stop arguing with this person? Your brother's complaining about what we're eating. You know, it just goes right around the table, right? And pretty soon you're like, okay, is this meal over already? It's been five minutes, right? So, but you know, that's the beauty of it. <laughs> Even in those moments, it's just you're, you're going, you know, you're just, you're, you're being together, you're in relationship with one another. And it, it signifies the importance that, you know, I'm here with you. We're eating a meal together. And so, you know, this is, this is really good. Now, let's carry this over. And, you know, again, we're, we're here on a Sunday in a church. And, you know, what's the significance? Okay, here's the statistics. Here's what the world recommends. Here's all this stuff. But you go to Scripture, and all throughout Scripture, tables are, are, are mentioned. Old Testament, New Testament. There are significant, there's a significance to tables in the, in, in the Scripture. And just to name a few, in Exodus... 25, when the Lord is giving, again, the layout for the tabernacle, one of the items in the tabernacle, guess what it is? <laughs> a table, right? A table. And God gives very specific instructions on the size and the, the length and, and the width and all this kind of stuff on exactly how this table is supposed to be. 
It's a table where the showbread was, was placed, and, and, and it's, it's in, the, in the temple, in the tabernacle. And so, again, you know, right at the very beginning, we see a table present. Well, Pastor Dell, that's, you know, okay, what's the big deal? Just a table, if it's there to hold stuff. Yeah, it is. But it is also a very significant thing. It's, it's, it's like a gathering point, or it's, it's something, you know, many times when you walk into a, a home, there's usually a table at the entrance. There's, just, there's tables. And, you know, so we see it in Scripture there. We go on, how about Psalm 23, the 23rd Psalm? What does the Lord do? He prepares a table before us where? <laughs> in the presence of our enemies, Right? And I don't know if you've ever studied that or understand the significance of that, but in the, the culture of that time and in, in that region of the world, to sit at a table with somebody, whoever the host of that table is, is not just offering you food, but they are basically offering themselves to be your security, your protection. When you sit at the table with that person, you are now like under their watch and protection. And this is the significance of, of the 23rd Psalm in that part where it says he prepares a table, again, not in the presence of our friends, not in the presence of our family, our brothers and sisters, but in the presence of our enemies because God is saying that when you sit down and even amidst your trial, your struggle, all the difficulty you have, I will prepare a place where I will provide for you where we will sit at the table and you have nothing to worry about Amen. because you're under my watch and protection now. That's why we can sit in the presence of our enemies at a table and eat a meal. You know, there's, there is something significant. I remember when I was in the, in the military, and fortunately, it was only during training exercises that I had to actually do this. But if you're on guard duty or in a fighting position, you know, while one person is eating, the other person is, is keeping watch, right? Because it's significant. It's, it's something about eating, and especially when you come to a table, again, there's significance, and we see that. In Luke 22... This is Jesus sitting with the disciples. At the end, once they had taken the Lord's Supper, he'd offered them the bread and the wine. At the end of that, he says this, that you may eat and drink at my table, at my table in my kingdom. All right, so they had taken, they had just shared a meal, right? The last moments of Jesus' time with his disciples was where? At a table, sitting together, sharing a meal. And so, you know, again, it, it was, it, it's significant, and, and it's just always these markers about gathering around the table. In Psalm 128, the back part of verse 3, it says, Your children will be like olive shoots around your table. And that, again, what is that saying? It's, it's, it's their blessings. You know, because that's what you want to see, right? The closest we probably get to that kind of... I guess maybe that moment is like at Thanksgiving, especially if you have one of those huge tables and you get the whole family. And again, it can be a little crazy, right? But there's, there's something special, especially if it's your home or if you're sitting there and you just kind of sit back and you look at the beauty of your family gathered together, right, in one place around a table and you're sharing a meal together. There's something special about that, right? Significant. And so, you know, we see tables, and, and, and lastly, I would say, uh, in, in Revelation chapter 19, verse 9, the angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, there are, uh, these are the true words of God. Again, we're, the marriage supper, we're going to finish everything with this supper. We're not going to be picnicking, I promise that. There's a table, right? We're gathering together for a meal together. 
And so, you know, today we we're just in this family service and, you know, I, you hear kids, you hear movement, and I love it. <laughs> I love it because it's life. It's life in the church, you know. And I mean, I wasn't always like that, I promise, you know. I mean, back a long time ago, it was like, and you, what was that peep? Any everybody been to a church like that? Your kid makes like a chirp and you freak out. You feel like, you know, the police are going to come out and arrest you. But that's not, that's not what it is here. We love kids, and we love kids here, and we love this service, and even when they're in the service on a regular Sunday, it's okay, because we're a family and we're gathered together, and again, we can't always have a table set up, but oftentimes, the first Sunday, especially the first Sunday of every month, typically, we, we remember the Lord's table, right? We, we, we take communion together, and there's a significance to that. And so, in closing, just this, this little lesson, if you will. The table is, one, it's a place to meet with family, okay? It's a place to meet with family. And if, if, if you're not doing well at that, I challenge you to, to change it, to make, to make some changes. Maybe you can't do it every night, but make some changes. Do it where you can. Make time, sit down with your family just for a few moments. It can be over, you know, you can all have a cup of ramen if you need to. If it means, you know, a little easier to gather together and you can at least sit there together and, and spend some time together. Ask your kids how they're doing. Find out what's going on. Let them just share with one another, all right? You're not going to maybe see the, and again, you're going to have nights like we just had as well. Where it's like, why do we do this? It seems more peaceful to not, or for me and my spouse just to slip off to a smaller table somewhere else and let the kids sit at their table. Hi, here comes my guy. He wants to come to my table. You want popcorn, don't you? There's some on the floor. There you go. There you go. No, you're okay. Okay. All right. Let's go. We almost match. <laughs> That's it, right? That's what it's all about. It's 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 awesome. And so, you know, what what will you do from this day forward? How will you make that happen? And this this and the, the world recognizes those statistics. We should all the more. So meet with family. A table is also a place to meet with brothers and sisters in Christ. Guess what we're going to do after the service today? <laughs> the things we do best, right? We're going to eat. But we're going to set up tables. And I encourage you to find a table. I encourage you to find a table with somebody you may not really know well and get to know them. Share, share some things with them. Not any intimate details yet. Don't be weird and awkward. But just share some things about maybe who's going to win the games today, right? It's important. It's important for us to gather together, to eat together, all right? And just, it just, it's, it's the way God has designed it. It's also a place to meet what I would say with our one. Anybody know? Hold your fingers up if you know what I'm talking about, right? We talked about it at the beginning of the year. Who's your one person this year that you're praying for, that you're praying that God will give you an opportunity to share the gospel with, that you're going to walk with? Listen, invite him to a meal. <laughs> Take him out. Invite him to your home because it's a, it's a great place to meet with that person and to talk because, again, there's something about sharing a meal together. And so I want to challenge us today that we meet with our one person at the table. And lastly, as we've already mentioned, it is a place to meet with our Lord. It's a place to meet with our Lord when we, when we take the Lord's Supper, when we take communion together. There's something very special and, and, um, and just wonderful about that in that moment. And that's the way that Jesus laid it out for us, right? The Lord's Supper. And so we come to the table. And so, again, I, I hope you remember this image of popcorn all over the floor, <laughs> a table with kind of some stuff on it now because of the popcorn. But at the, it does, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter 
what the table looks like, <laughs> what's on it, if it's missing something, or the legs just barely propped up, the significance of it is who's gathered around it and that we show up. Amen? Let's bow our heads. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for this morning. I thank you, Lord, for every person in this place, every person that's watching online. And God, I pray that, again, we just are challenged. Uh, again, it's not our uh, desire to, to make anyone feel guilt, but God, we, we want them to feel uh, challenged in that they need to, maybe we all need to make some changes and, and work towards gathering together at a table. And so, Lord, I just pray for all of the kids that are in this room today, and, and again, just the things that they face uh, in the times that we live and the challenges. God, I pray that uh, for us as parents, we're able to make space for them, to connect with them. God, that we're able to share a meal with them. And God, that we're able to just express just how much we love them and how much you love them as well. God, we thank you that you've uh, designed us. Again, there's, there's something significant about you made us to, to need to eat. And I believe, Lord, while we need that to sustain our lives, but also I believe, Lord, that you intended it for a way to slow us down so we would stop. And so we would just slow down, let our body recover, let us eat something, but also eat with someone else. And so, God, I pray that you would make times for these opportunities. I pray that, that we would just um, really stand up and that you would uh, meet us in that place and give us strength, Lord God, even when it's difficult, with all the schedules that may be in a home to really carve out a few times a week where you gather around the table together as a family. And God, that you are present there in, that, in their midst. And Lord, finally, uh, Lord, we just want to thank you, Lord, that, that you've invited us to your table. That you've made a way through the work of the cross and the, the, the shedding of Jesus' blood. And, and as you died for our sins, Lord God, that you've made a way that we are invited now, not just as guests, but as brothers and sisters, as sons and daughters, and so, God, we are grateful for that image of sitting at your table. And, the, and again, just one day we'll, we will be face-to-face -face with you. And so, God, we just pray for each one here. God, for anyone that doesn't know you here, Lord, we just pray that that picture of you welcoming, welcoming them, Lord, to yourself through the work as they acknowledge Jesus as Lord and Savior of their life. God, we thank you uh, that you meet us in this place and that you meet us at this table. God, I pray you just give us a great rest of the time today. Uh, as we prepare to close this part of the service and move into a time of fellowship. And God, that you would truly be present and meet us, Lord, at the table as we sit with our brothers and sisters in Christ today. We thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you stand?